Hey there, this is your spiritual alignment coach and mentor, Courtney Browning. Welcome to another episode of Unhindered Woman. Are you ready for some hashtag real talk that will inspire and serve you, my performance-driven Christian sisters? A conversation that will deepen and personalize your relationship with God by revising the routine scripts you've been taught about Christianity. This is not to be a replacement for professional counseling and or legal advice. Hey, sis, grab your hot beverage of choice along with your journal and pen, and let's get into it. What I love is that God is in relationship with me, that he is in sync with me more than I realize, and he is communicating with me in ways that I don't even realize he's communicating. I'm going to give you <laughs> a hot off the uh, hot off the press moment for me that just happened recently. I'm sitting in my office and my cat comes in and I can tell she's wanting some attention. So I go to open up my ottoman that has all these different things in it, books and you know little things for her. And so I go to lift it up and I am looking for her comb so that I can comb her. She loves being combed. And as I'm doing that, I'm not finding the comb. However, I did find a book. And hashtag real talk. I have had this book for almost, if not more than eight years. Every time I would go to reach and, you know, just read a page or two from the book, it just was not speaking to me. So I would just set it aside and put it back in my ottoman or put it back on my shelf and didn't think anything about it. So this particular day, recently, I'm actually in the book right now, I went to open it up again, and it was speaking. (laughs) It was speaking so much to me. It was so life-giving from the moment I opened it up, and it was very difficult for me to put it down. Gotta be honest with you, I was not even recognizing that this was God leading me to this book this particular morning, I just kept reading until I got to the very last page and it was the very last exercise. And the very last exercise was to write out the stories of what I do and what I love. How does my stories interweave into telling my why? Y'all, When I finished, I wrote so many names, so many scenarios of from being in different roles throughout my life, whether it was just being in a restaurant, just being on a job, or being in ministry, or just being out and about of how because of what I love and because it's just who I am, There is always an impact and it sometimes seems very insignificant and sometimes it seems super monumental. And so I just wanted to come on here and really just say, what is my why? So that you can truly understand what is it that inspires me to keep on keeping on because sometimes we just don't want to keep on keeping on. And I love that this came right on time. Here it was. Right after doing episode one, hmm, probably should really talk more into what is it? What is my why? Why am I inspired to do this? And then, ta-da, here's the book. (laughs) And the book, by the way, because I know there are a lot of kingdom entrepreneurs out there, 
And I got to be honest with you, um, this book seems like it's for a beginning entrepreneur. And I'm going to highly encourage you that it is not just for the beginner entrepreneur, even if you just need something to just inspire you and spark you again, because you've been in this journey of entrepreneurship and you really believe that God has called you to it. And yet you may just find yourself in a dip. I'm going to still highly suggest this book. I have been in full-time entrepreneurship since 2016. And so I'm going to say, hey, it's working for me. This is seven years later and I'm loving it. And so the book is Business Boutique by Christy Wright. And um, I'm just going to share with you chapter one. What she inspired, what she asked you to do is to really think into what is the inspiration for your business. And I, listen, <laughs> thoughts coming to me. I was just speaking to uh, one of my faves and um, she's a former client that I know eventually will definitely be uh, coming back to um see me again. And um, I just love her. We are in relationship and I just spent some time with her recently. And I was sharing with her that, uh, you know, this is going to shock you, but it's really just Courtney fashion. I'm going to be honest with you and tell you that every time someone would ask me my why, I never really could think into it. It was just a challenge for me. It just seemed like it caused a brain cramp for me. I never really could articulate my why. And in Nendi fashion, my sweet friend, she just gives me this look of, I don't believe you. And then she tells me, I don't believe you. (laughs) And I just said, well, it's true. And in reading this book, all of a sudden, because of the way, the approach that Christy came about asking it just came out like just a waterfall. It was so easy for me to articulate my why. And here's how Christy did it. What do you love? What is it that you have always loved? And boom, there's my why. I finally was able to articulate my why and exactly how I see it, exactly how I feel it. And let me tell you, when I wrote it out, I literally just was like, whoa, this is so it right here. And I love how God works with me. As soon as I did that, I was on a call with a client and I was sharing with her um, the book. And I thought it was so random in our session that I'm talking about this book. And lo and behold, it so ministered to her. And what God did in return was he ministered to me because it then began to go deep in my heart and affirm and confirm that this is why I do what I do is when I am very transparent, very, um, very much a listener, very much supportive of my clients. And in being obedient to do what he's called me to do, I too get blessed. Mm, Isn't that good? (laughs) So I'm going to share with you what it is that I wrote down of what is it that I have always loved. 
I'm going to kind of go through the back door on this, so bear with me on it. I promise you, you're going to get a nugget. You're going to get something that's uh, very powerful. So here we go. I had to look up the word champion because that has been in my uh, repertoire of saying things when it comes to supporting women. And if I'm honest with you, I really didn't have the in-depth understanding of it that I really needed so that I could know for sure that that was the right word to use. And oh my God, did I get it? (laughs) So here it is, champion. To champion is to act as a militant supporter of, to uphold, to advocate, to protect, and fight for. Ladies, any of you that know me, and you know what, gentlemen too, because there are some men that will be listening in on this podcast, those of you that know me, this is me to a T. I am militant in supporting and I will uphold for you and I will advocate for you and I will do whatever I can within my ability because I know it's limited to protect and fight for you. And I thought, okay, yep, this is the word for Courtney. So what have I always loved? I have always loved being able to champion women of all ages. And quite honestly, I have loved to champion people, but specifically women. It Throughout my years, as long as I have been a Christian, God has used me in every single setting. I was just telling one of my clients, there honestly has not been one setting that God has placed me in where at least three people have not been impacted. That's not a two, two, ooh, good for you, Courtney. That's not what that's about. That's about my willingness to obey God in even in the most uncomfortable moments so that he can get the glory out of the situation because they have been there have been some uncomfortable situations and yet it was God's heart for that person that was in front of me for me to go ahead and do the next thing that I love to do and that is being a listening supportive ear and safe space I have always loved doing that that's not something that prior to certif- being certified as a coach that I even knew was a skill set to really value. And then when I went through being certified as a coach, the whole training, you know, you get the, the whole modality on how you do it so that you can do it well. Oh my goodness, I'm like, this is me. I'm just getting better at it because now I have a modality that is teaching me how to do that in an even greater capacity, right? So I thought, oh my gosh, this is so good. This is what I do naturally. I have been doing this since I was that little girl sitting in the basement with my dad while he's talking at three o'clock in the morning and I'm just looking at him with these big brown eyes of mine and just staring at him and listening. My skill set was honed in at a very early age. I would say as even as early as excuse me, as three or four years old. Hmm. God automatically, here's a nugget, y'all. God always, always has been in this place of having given you the skill set, the gifts and talents ever since you, way before you were born, right? It says in Psalms 139 that he knitted you in your mother's womb. 
And when he did that, that meant he put your personality together. He put your skill set together. He put your gifts and talents in you. And you know what I love? The word also says that he um, is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. Gifts and talents, the gifts and talents of God come without repentance. What does that mean? Because sometimes that just seems so deep. Let me just give it to you very simple. When God says that he did it without repentance, he meant he's never going to change his mind. What he gave you is yours and that's it. And you get to decide whether you're going to go ahead and allow him to to really make you skillful. And that's going to take you saying yes to opportunities. That's going to take you saying yes to very uncomfortable situations. It's going to take you saying yes to being lonely. It's going to take you saying yes to a lot of things that quite honestly, when people think about leaders, they think it's just all glitz and glam. Wrong. The glitz and glam is far less (laughs) than the not so glitz and glam of being a leader. Can I get an amen? Hmm. Yeah, let's keep going on this. So what else is it that I have always loved? This right here is the creme de la creme for my heart of why I do what I do. I have always loved helping women to see the barriers that are stopping them from moving forward in freedom and victory so that they can be the best God-ordained version of themselves. This is why I do what I do. I don't, you know, John Maxwell has a a really great book. And uh, in it, I'm trying to remember what it's called. I think it's Significance. I could be wrong on that. Uh, I'll come back and let you know if it is. Um, It's a book about significance. And what he says in this book is so powerful. And he's basically saying, when you can figure out what it is that you love to do and it doesn't matter if you get paid for it or not. It just inspires you to get up and go forward in that very thing. You have more than likely found out what you were created to do. And I believe that. Why do I believe that? Because that's my life. I I can't turn on or turn off being that supportive ear. And let me tell you, there are times that I wish I could because sometimes I get tired and I don't want to hear other people's stuff. Can can we just be honest? Hashtag real talk. (laughs) Um, And yet it is, in fact, it just happened recently. I'm having a conversation and um, I'm very honest with this person that, you know, I'm really tired, can't wait to get home. I've just had a day full of calls and it's taken a toll on me. And as soon as they began to say that they were lacking something, the switch was on. And immediately I said, well, tell me more about that. And they felt bad. They were just like, oh, I'm so sorry. I, I, you just said that you were tired. And, and, but, you know, I'm so sorry. And I said, no, 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 don't be sorry. Because if you're telling me something, that means that God is trusting me to be able to hear you. And I may not have your answer, but I sure will try and find someone who does. And and then we just moved on. I can't turn that off. I try to, and yet it's there. It's just who I am. It's how I am. And so with that, I am just 
so ingrained in really just saying, okay, Lord, this is why I'm here. This is why you created me. Because there are women, especially in leadership. Can I just, I'm just going to be honest with you. I have had the privilege and honor of holding a safe space for women in leadership and being that supportive ear to hear their hearts. And most of the time, that's really all they need is someone that's going to hold that space for them, that's going to hear them and reflect back to them what they just said. A lot of times women as leaders really don't realize that what is what they need, their answers, is really within them because they're so used to giving out and helping others find their answers. I'm going to say that again. Women in leadership oftentimes are so much giving out and helping others to find their answers that they actually sometimes come to a place of a deficit of having their own answers because they're tired and they've given and given and given and given and they need that place where they too can go and say, I'm at a deficit, I need some answers and I'm not sure that I have them. And that's where I come in. I come in and I listen and I hear their heart and I'll hold that space for them. I'll give them permission to go ahead and validate how they feel, even if it's a feeling that they really cannot share with those that they lead because those that they lead would not be able to hear that and still hold the respect and honor for them as a leader as they should. Oh my goodness, that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother episode. I'm gonna hit that one one day, let me tell you. (laughs) Because when you have a God-ordaining leader in front of you and God has ordained them to be a leader for you, if you are not careful to separate the humanness of that leader from the role that God has given them in your life, you are going to miss out. I'm going to just stop right there and get right back to where I was. So with being that safe space for these women, the way that God removes, well, let me go back up a second. The way that God reveals and then just loves on these women when they see the barrier that was holding them back from being able to know what it was that was hindering them from knowing what their answer was. And then I can reflect back to them. Hey, hold on a second. This is what you said. Did you know that? And to see the delight in their faces when that breakthrough comes of, oh my goodness, no, I didn't hear that. Or no, I didn't see that. Thank you for that. You know, and even sometimes, can they just come to a place or to someone where they just don't have it today? I'm that girl. You don't have it today? It's okay. It, it's all right if your crown's a little off today. (laughs) It's okay, because by the time you're done with me, you're going to be able to fix your crown and go ahead and move forward because your off day did not stop God's entire plan for your life, right? It comes without repentance. He's not going to change his mind. And so 
That is why I do what I do. I could do it without getting paid. Hold up. I have done it many times without getting paid. And the dividends of when I do it far outweigh any dollar that can be placed in my bank account. Excuse the inflection in my voice. It, 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 it's amazing how valuable and beneficial in light of eternity what I do. I have no idea what it looks like when I get to heaven and I see how those that I served have impacted others. And, be, and whoever that is, whoever that is that was impacted by those that I served, do you know God credits them to my account? Because of my obedience to hold space for these women, for these amazing godly women, God allows me to hold that space for them. And I hold that position very, very seriously. And as they go ahead and have that interaction with God and I get to be in the room, (laughs) oh my goodness, it's so precious. And to know that on the other side of their impact and the other side of them receiving their freedom and their victory, they in turn go out and are built up and ready to keep going and keep doing what they do, keep impacting, keep influencing, keep generating income for the kingdom. God credits that to my account. Come on now. That is so incredibly jaw-dropping amazing to me. And there is no dollar on earth that will ever compare to that. Mm, Nugget just dropped in my heart. Listen, Sometimes you have to look at the non-monetary gains of what you are going through or where you've been and really sit down and write those down. And then, yes, look at the monetary gains. What I have found every time I have done that in doing this particular exercise, actually, the the non-monetary gains that I have compared to the monetary gains that I have far supersede, outweigh any dollar. And that's really what God wants us to lead from is what is it in light of eternity, what you are doing? Why does it matter? Because Things of this world, they fade, but things of the kingdom are eternal. All right, y'all. That being said, what can you expect in these episodes with Courtney? If you can't already tell, I tend to free flow with God. So there will be times you will hear stories just like what you heard today. There will be times where I will be sharing with you conversations with God. One of my sweet friends said to me, hey, you know, you can coin it as Courtney's conversations with God. Well, yep, that's the yes and amen. That's more than likely going to happen. And you can expect that there will be nuggets that as I'm sharing with you that are dropped in my heart and they're going to come out. So sometimes I'll be teaching. Sometimes I'll be sharing stories. Sometimes I'll be sharing my conversations with God. Sometimes I will be sharing with you just truth 
and transparency and vulnerability about some failures that have happened in my life because, hey, sometimes you win and sometimes you learn. I love that. John Maxwell has a book on that. Um, You know, okay, let me drop a nugget on that one. Sometimes you win and sometimes you learn. It doesn't ever have to be a loss if you will take the time to evaluate what did you learn even though that may not have been a winning situation. What did you learn? And when you figure out what you've learned, meaning what wouldn't you do again because it didn't work? Or what would you do because it didn't work? When you jot those things down and you note it in your mind and in your heart, then you just won in that situation, even though the outcome may not have been what you wanted it to be. See, there you go. Sometimes there's nuggets. So with that being said, I I pray that you really have found something valuable in this and that you can see that if you will really dive into your why, what is it that you love? What have you always loved? Then you too will be able to see in a more expansive way, whatever it is that you're doing. If you're a stay-at-home mom, that is a role of leadership. You are influencing the next generation to come. Why are you doing it? Is it because you want to see the world differently than the world that you see in front of you right now? And so you are on a mission to be the best mama that you can be? Then, hey, go for it. Do it. All right, y'all. That's it for this episode. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for joining me in this episode of Unhindered Woman. My hope is that you feel seen, known, and loved by God. This podcast is here to serve and inspire you. To explore more on how to work with me, find out what I'm up to, and where you can find me on social media, head on over to www.courtneybrowning.com. And by the way, there's no you in my first name. I'd love and appreciate it if you give me a quick review in this app that you're listening in through. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. Talk with you soon and bye-bye for now.